superstar. He is an absolute superstar, Tom Mitchell. Crips at the back. Crips is too good. Neil, 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 yes! Oh, how good was that? Welcome back, everyone, to the Ball Magnets podcast. Uh, it's just myself here today. We love to give you guys the opportunity to send your questions in and we can answer them uh, to the best of our ability. Uh, we want to try and do these sessions every now and then just to break things up, but also to make that uh, stronger connection uh, with our audience. So we really appreciate, as always, the support we're getting with Ball Magnets. Some really exciting things coming, especially in the NBA offseason when Josh Giddy gets back home to Melbourne. He's going to be back home for a good period of time. So we've got some really cool events coming up. You know, there'll be some corporate speaking events, some clinics, which everyone will be able to attend if you're a part of Ball Magnets uh, and some other things, which we'll uh, make some more awareness about in the coming weeks. But Josh is obviously killing it over in the NBA at the moment. I saw a game the other day. He had 17 assists in a triple-double. So he's really started to hit his straps. I think he's averaging around 16 points, eight assists, seven rebounds, something in that realm. So... For a second year player to be doing what he's doing uh he's made inroads again from last year so speaking to him last night he's really excited uh, about the remainder of the season and potentially filling that void in the play-in tournament you know hopefully okc can get through and sneak a uh playoff series in that'd be pretty awesome of um of uh he, josh is actually a hawthorne fan but he's uh his family is collingwood so i'm sorting them out some tickets after this week's game and he's super excited to get back home and loves his AFL, so he's going to be at plenty of games. We'll be doing some pretty cool content with him and uh, and some of the footy clubs as well, so keep an eye out for the Ball Magnets app, guys, and uh, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy this year and, and what's to come. So um, on top of that, Cripper and Lockie, they've had really strong pre-seasons. They're ready to go. Looking forward to seeing Cripper first up on Thursday night against uh, Richmond. That's always a huge blockbuster game, and I think with how the teams have positioned themselves, with how they performed last year, they're going to be two of the contenders. So I think, you know, it's going to be a hot game of footy. Hopefully the crowd shows up and hopefully the crowd shows up on Friday night as well for the Collingwood Geelong game. I'm super excited for that. Not sure what the crowd is expected to be. I'm hoping, I think 85K would be a, a number that would be quite incredible. So uh, I'm sure all the Collingwood fans will be out there in Geelong, obviously after their historic grand final win last year. I'm sure the fans will come out as well. So everyone's super pumped for footy to be back. Um, and yeah, I can't believe it's finally here. So uh, before I go any further, uh, we may as well take some questions here. So I'm just going to refer to my notes and, and read them one by one. So if you guys ever want to ask a question, uh, you can just in- inbox the, the Ball Magnets account on Instagram. Um, yeah, any, any other way you, you can get in touch, um, do that. But that's probably the best way. Uh, we, we always try and read those messages and get them back to you. So uh and, and with our response so um we've had a few questions and the consistent ones we'll try and answer them today um and yeah another thing we want to try and do is we've got some iron edge prizes coming up shortly as well so iron edge prizes valued at 200 dollars a pack so we've got about five of them to give away and thanks as always to ai vitality for their support of the app as well so first question um from our fans i won't, I won't mention the names but i'll just go through the questions how excited am i for round one in the season ahead we, yeah, briefly just touched on that, but how good is it that footy's back? Uh, you know, I've been watching a bit of the cricket over in India and uh, I do love cricket, but I love footy more. So I, I can't wait. I think, you know, hopefully the crowds show up, especially post-COVID. I think everyone's sort of living a normal lifestyle now. I know there were some ticketing issues in previous years where 
fans, you know, found certain aspects of that a bit of a hassle and that probably scared people away from the footy. But I'm hoping that crowds are well and truly back. And I think, you know, watching on TV last year, some of the atmosphere at the Collingwood Games, hopefully, I'm hoping that they can be replicated because um, they look like some pretty epic games to be a part of. I also went to the grand final last year, Geelong v Sydney. That was an unbelievable atmosphere. So um, looking forward to the big crowds. That would probably be the, the thing I'm most excited for. Uh, next question, who's my favourite teammate and mates I've built relationships with? Yeah, I, I would say um, I've, I've built some strong relationships since being at the club for maybe four or five months. I, I feel pretty um, stretched across the group. Like I feel like I've got great relationships with the younger guys and the older guys. Um, you know, on field, I connected really well with, with Jordy, and we've got a great relationship off field as well. I've done a fair bit of training with the Dacos boys in our downtime, so uh, love hanging out with all those guys. Darcy Cameron, he's probably the funniest teammate. He, uh, he's always got everyone in stitches with a few little things he does around the club, so maybe we'll get him on the podcast and he can explain that a little bit further um, when we get him on. Top three stadiums to play at in order, what would they be? Uh, you can't go past the G, obviously. Uh, I'm going to say Optus Stadium in Perth. That's probably my second favourite. I think the atmosphere that's created in there is pretty electric because generally when you're playing over in Perth, you're playing against 50,000 fans that are all purely going for the opposition. So, you know, when you can silence a crowd like that, it's almost as cool of a feeling as, you know, a roaring crowd because you, you know you're on top. So I'd say Optus. And then thirdly, it's a tough one. I'm going to say the SCG. Played a lot of footy up there and, um, you know, the size dimension is a little bit different, but loved playing at the SCG. You could always get close to the ball. It was a small ground, so you could always, especially as a midfielder, get close to the ball and impact the game. Um, immediate leadership um, qualities at Collingwood. Yeah, so I guess, um, you know, as a senior player coming from other clubs, um, you want to bring your experience and your ideas and I guess... You know, being new, you don't want to come in and trample on people's toes. And, you know, obviously there's some outstanding leaders at the club. We'll touch on Darcy Moore a little after this. But, you know, guys like Pendles and Steele and Howie and these guys that have been great players and great leaders for a long period of time. A lot of it for me has been about learning as well. Learning how great these guys have been in, you know, their careers with their leadership. And, you know, I've been a bit of a sponge, to be honest. But it has been nice to be recognized in a leadership capacity as well. We have a leadership group and an extended leadership group. So, to be a part of that is uh, a special feeling to be acknowledged in that way, uh, arriving in a new club. So I guess like every player on the list, we all consider ourselves leaders. We all want to contribute in that space to create a strong team environment uh, where everyone can thrive and improve and we're all building each other up and uh, complementing each other. So yeah, I've really enjoyed um, working in that leadership space since being at the Pies. Uh, players to watch in 2023. Okay, well, I'll stay on the Collingwood uh, theme. I think uh, I think Reef McGuinness could be in for a really big year. He's probably a name that isn't as known as some of the other young players at the club, such as Nick Dacos and Jack Ginnivan and these guys. But I think Reef McGuinness could play a lot of senior footy this year. The way he's training, he's got so much athleticism. as sort of like a third tall forward. Uh, he can take a strong mark overhead. He's skillful. So I think Reef's in for a big year. Really excited for him and to see what he can do. Um, the midfield mix at Collingwood, um, yeah, that's been really good. You know, coming to a midfield where so many guys can go through. Obviously, unfortunate to lose uh, Lippa, Paddy Lipinski, to a shoulder injury. He was, um, you know, playing some really good midfield minutes for us. But, you know, we, we try and spread the load through there. So you've, you've got Pendles, 
Uh, you've got Josh Dacos, Steele, um, you know, Jordy Degoe, Jack Chris, myself, Taylor Adams. So we feel as though, you know, we've got quite a bit of depth in that area of the ground and we're trying to spread that load evenly so that, you know, everyone, you know, can, can be exposed in the midfield, have an impact on the game. And then also we can keep spinning the wheels to stay fresh throughout a game. So I've really enjoyed working with all the midfielders, Darcy Cameron and Coxie in the ruck, obviously, as well. So, um, yeah, we're hoping that we can build some stronger cohesion early in the year. Who's my Brownlow tip for 2023? I'm going to go with uh, Marcus Bontempelli. I think that the Bont, from what I'm hearing, is moving as good as he ever ever has. And I think he will win it this year. I think the Bulldogs will be quite a strong team. I think they'll win a lot of games. And I think with such a tall forward line, you know, Sam Darcy, uh, Jamara, um, Aaron Norton and Rory Lobb, I think that's going to enable Bont to play more midfield time and I think he's going to really strongly impact games. Um, and obviously they've lost a couple of midfielders in Josh Dunkley and Lockie Hunter as well. So I think the Bont, a fit and firing Bont, he's personally been, when I've had a few, you have moments in game that, games that are one-on-one matchups and he's been really tough because he's so big and strong and aerially um, is very strong in the air. But also at ground level, he's nippy, agile. He's just hard to combat because he's got so many strings to his bow. So, okay, guys, that's uh, that's all the questions that we've been able to get through today. So just a reminder, if you'd like to send a question in, um, obviously we try and do some Instagram lives every now and then to interact with you guys. But if you'd like to send some questions in, head to the Ball Magnets Instagram page at Ball Magnets, send your questions in, and we'll always try and get back to you, uh, whether it's whether it's directly and you know if the, if the questions are quite topical and we think uh that they could be heard through a podcast um setting like this we'll, we'll do the same for that so um just so you guys are aware as well we will be releasing some programs soon so i'm not sure how much information i can give away about this but there'll be some programs released via ball magnets which will give you the edge um so for example we shot with cripper last week we did recovery with patty cripps how he recovers from a game from monday to friday so it's recovery slash game preparation, which I think that's the insight that's going to give you the information to set you apart or your team apart for those that play or coach or are a part of a team. Cripper's uh, Stoppage Craft, that's going to be another program. So uh, not sure on the exact detail yet how it's going to look, but a potentially a two-week course on stoppages. So I'm not sure if there's a better player in the league you can get the Stoppage Craft program from other than Cripper. Some touch programs. So this is obviously to work on you know, this is the finer detail, the fundamental sort of things uh, in terms of your touch that you can implement into your stoppage craft. So it's all very applicable. Uh, obviously, we're heading up um, with Collingwood to play Brisbane early in the season. So I'll connect with Lockie Neal there. He's already got his ideas in place for his program. So they'll be released very soon as well. Obviously, he's a handball specialist. Um, he'll be talking about bursting out of stoppages, how he's implemented that into that ga- in, that into his game. Um, reading the game, obviously, he's a great ball winner has great what game awareness, beating a tag. So there's all these little in- intricacies which Lockie will coordinate into his program and I'll be doing the same. My programs are being shot at the moment. So you guys are going to have a selection of around nine to 10 programs which you can be a part of. Um, some will be two-week courses. Some will be you know, running programs for those that want to be working on their fitness outside of training and outside of games. So And others will be skills for those that want to be working on their skills. So... This is in addition to the free content that we provide on the Ball Magnets app. So uh, this is, I guess, the push element that you can push yourself, 
and really become the best version of you on the field. So that's something we're really looking forward to. We're looking forward to Josh Giddy getting back. Um, and yeah, how good. Round one's just around the corner. Cripper, Lockie and I are bloody pumped. And we're also pumped to keep giving you guys weekly ball magnets content and insight that you can see nowhere else. So thanks again for listening. Um, we've got a few more good guests coming up on the podcast in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that and enjoy.